Hi friends, welcome to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. My name's Kayla, I'm an American English teacher, and I teach you real life English that you need to know to speak with native English speakers and feel confident in your English conversations. Today's lesson is all about idioms. You guys always want to know what idioms American English speakers really use in their daily life. Today's lesson, I'll be teaching you the idioms by just showing you how they can expand your language. So we'll talk about basic English, simple English without using idioms, and then I'll tell you exactly what a native speaker would say instead of just using plain English. There's nothing wrong with plain English. It's very understandable, it's very useful, and you must master it before you can start to use these idioms in your daily conversation. But you guys ask me this all the time, so in this lesson, I will deliver. Make sure to check out EnglishWithKayla.com to learn more English with me, including my English course. And let's get started with today's English lesson. Yes, I agree with that plan. I am on board with that. This idiom I've been asked about so many times from my English students. If you want to say that you are in favor of a plan or a choice, or you agree with it, you can say you are on board with something. Now, normally this phrase, to be on board, would be talking about a boat, or you could say you're on board of a plane. But when we say I'm on board with something, an idea, it means that you are in favor of it. One of your friends may say, hey, um, I'm thinking we should get pizza tonight. You could say, I am on board with that. And this would be considered a really enthusiastic phrase that makes you agree with it. A lot of times English speakers will say, I'm on board with that plan. And this just means that you're agreeing with it and you will also participate with the plan. I need to research that just a little bit more before I come up with my answer. Well, I need to look into it. When you want to say that you need to research something more in order to make a good decision about it, and before you make that decision about what you will do, you can say, I will look into it. If you say, yeah, I'll look into that, it means I will research it more, I'll find out more information about it, and then I will make a decision. If someone is sick and you want to offer them advice about a treatment, maybe you say, hey, you should try taking some elderberry syrup. This is a type of berry that's made into a syrup that is said to help with immunity. The person might say, I'll look into it which means they'll do some Googling, they'll research it, and they'll find out if it will be helpful to them. So when someone offers you a suggestion, you can say, I'll look into it. And this just means I will look more on the information of your advice. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That was very shocking. My jaw dropped. That was jaw dropping. I think that many other cultures have a phrase that's similar to this one. When you want to say that something is incredibly shocking, you can describe it as jaw dropping. In English, you could also simply say my jaw dropped. This means that you were very surprised or very shocked by something either very positive or negative. Let's just agree to be honest and we don't have to have a formal deal for this. We have a gentleman's agreement, right? This next idiom is not just used by men, it can also be used by a woman as well. The idiom is to have a gentleman's agreement. Now, a gentleman is a formal word meaning a man who is very polite and very chivalrous meaning they're you know kind to women and they treat women very nicely but when we say gentleman it just means that you're going to be very fair and honest so instead of actually signing a contract you say we just had a gentleman's agreement this means we shook hands and we agreed to be very honest and fair and just you know go off our own honesty in order to make a deal. So maybe if someone breaks a gentleman's agreement, you might be angry, but there's no way that you can enforce the agreement. You are relying on the person to be honest and live up, which means uphold their part of the deal. So be careful when you have a gentleman's agreement because some people are not gentlemen and some people are not always honest. Well, I think that you know the routine and the rules very well, so I won't describe it anymore. Yeah, you know the drill. Have you heard this next English phrase? You know the drill. So instead of just saying you are very familiar with the rules here, you can say you know the drill. If you tell someone that they know the drill, it means they should be so familiar with the rules that they should not be breaking the rules or they should not be asking about the rules. Or you can simply just say in a conversation, yes, I won't explain it anymore because you know the drill. So when we talk about a drill, this word, it can mean the tool, a drill, but also it can just mean a plan or a routine. We often use this word in like military vocabulary. When we say, you know the drill, it means you know the routine very well. When I go to my gym, I just quickly check in and get my locker. I totally know the drill now, so it doesn't take long. But the first time I went to the gym, I didn't know where you checked in. I didn't know where the lockers are, so I had to learn the drill. I had to learn the routine or the procedure. I need to confess and tell you the truth about something very bad that I did.
Well, I need to come clean. When you need to confess something that you have done that was very bad, you can say, I need to come clean. This means that you need to be very honest with how you're feeling or you need to be honest about something that you have done. It's like you're cleaning your soul, you're cleaning your emotions. If you say, I'm going to come clean, it means you're going to be extremely honest. So we use this phrase instead of saying, I'm going to be honest or I'm going to tell you about something bad that I did. I'm going to come clean. My friend, she is so humble. My friend, she's super down to earth. You might be familiar with this adjective, humble. If someone is very humble, they don't brag a lot, which means they don't talk about all their accomplishments, they don't try to make themselves sound like a really great person or very skilled. They're just very humble. Even though they might be good at something, they're not going to talk about it and brag about it. So instead of saying, oh, you're very humble, you can say you're very down to earth. This is an incredibly common English idiom that's used by native English speakers. It's actually a very positive attribute as well. My favorite type of people are people who are down to earth. Many of my friends are these down to earth type people. So this idiom is used very positively to describe someone that's humble. They probably don't need a lot of material items to feel very special. They don't care about money. They're just down to earth. Does this sound familiar to you? Does that ring a bell? Instead of saying, does that sound familiar? Or do you remember this? You can say, does that ring a bell? This idiom is another daily English idiom that native speakers use all of the time. And especially when they're describing people or they're trying to remind someone of something that happened, they can say, well, yes, the person had red hair. Um, their name was Julia. Does that ring a bell? And you would say, yes, that rings a bell, or no, that does not ring a bell. If you tell someone that something rings a bell, it means it helps you remember part of the idea that they were describing. And if you say, that does not ring a bell, it means you do not remember what they are talking about at all. Thank you for listening to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. I'll be back next week with another English lesson. I hope that you guys subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating and review. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Goodbye.